and welcome to another episode of Wild Rules Minded Jewels. I am your host, Ariel Amari, and thank you all for tuning in. To give a brief intro, Wild Rules Minded Jewels is a podcast that consists of exploring diverse culture, realistic life situations, daily hobbies, and a little bit of spirituality. Most of all, just a laid back, honest, and regular conversation. If you're looking for all of the above, then you are in the right place. Now let's get started. The first segment of the day is the New Day Report. In this segment, I like to reflect on real life situations, what's going on in the world, and give my own personal perspective. First of all, I'd like to like to say congratulations to Prince Harry and the lovely Meghan Markle on the birth of their baby boy, Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. Baby Archie was born at 5.26 a.m. local time on Monday, May the 6th. Archie weighed seven pounds and three ounces. Again, I want to say a special congratulations to the royal couple on the new, bu- on the new beautiful bundle of joy. Next up, I'd like to briefly discuss the tragic public shooting at a Colorado high school this past Tuesday. As of yesterday morning, Two suspects, one identified as 18-year-old Devin Erickson and the second unidentified suspect opened fire on fellow students in two classrooms at the Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math School in Highlands Ranch, Colorado. Here's my personal intake on this topic. When tragic events like this happens, it scares me a lot. Excuse my language but it scares the hell out of me a whole lot. Tragic events like this happens a lot and all the time, and this, that is very sad and scary to admit. This is the kind of world we live in, and we really have, and I mean really have some messed up, sick, cruel, and evil people out here. Much similar events like this, for example, like, the Columbine mass shooting, the Sandy Hook Elementary mass shooting, the Stoneman Douglas High School mass shooting, and many more. I'm gonna give you all some insights and I'm gonna get a little bit personal on how I feel about this, so everyone bear with me on this, but all tragic events like these are personal and frightening to me, all of them. But the one mass shooting event that is really personal to me and it hits an emotional chord with me is the Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting. So I'm gonna recall this incident with you all. I remember this day like the back of my hand. On Friday, December 14th of 2012, I was done with school for the day. It was two in the afternoon and I was in my grandmother's TV room watching TV. And I was changing the channel on TV to watch a particular show on the Fox channel. And the show program was interrupted and the news was on. I saw pictures of little children crying and the news words flashed across the TV screen that 20 children fatally were fatally shot and killed along with six adult staff members. Honestly, in that heat of the moment, 
I felt a cold feeling in my stomach and my eyes were glued to the TV. My mom was at work and that was the exact same day my sister was coming home from college for Christmas break. I remember I was watching the news about the shooting until my sister got home and I cried in her arms. I cried and I worried if a heinous act of violence had have happened if I were still attending elementary school. By that time, I was making my transition into middle school. But it was such a really, and I mean really sad moment for me. And it worried me a whole lot because I was wondering and worried if I was still attending elementary school and if I had been one of those innocent victims. That night, I kept watching the news up until 11 p.m. And I remember from that point on, I cried myself to sleep. I had nightmares for almost a week and I stayed in my room that particular weekend and watched the news. When it comes to horrifying events like this, it mind boggles me and I always wish that stuff like this never happened. But the sad reality is, that's not the kind of world we live in. So the tragic public shooting in Colorado further puts me in an unease position, but it gets me to thoroughly think on things like this. To conclude this segment, my message about this is we all need to somehow in some way find a solution to end this vicious and heinous cycle. And it needs to start with these gun laws. My entire heart goes out to all victims that have experienced such a horrible nightmare like this. And on that note, this has been the conclusion of the New Day Report. We're going to switch gears here. And the next segment is Phantom Talk. To all of my horror movie lovers out there, I hope you enjoy this. And this seg special segment is for you. In this segment, I love to discuss all horror movies, my favorite horror flicks, review them, and debate about them. Today's horror flick of the day goes to Jigsaw. Jigsaw was released on October 26, 2017 and grossed over $103 million at the box office. Did you hear that part, people? $103 mil. Good God. Here's my honest review on the movie. Jigsaw was a pretty good movie and I enjoyed it, but the movie was missing its full gloss of raw, a little bit of sadistic, twisted, gory, and very bloody theme. In a sense, they somewhat neglected the movie's theme Overall, it was pretty good seeing Tobin Bell reprise his role as John Kramer, a.k.a. Jigsaw. You saw him in the flashback scenes, but it was still nice seeing him. But I will add on that in the end, the one detective should have said the closing line. Game 
over. I mean, come on. You can't have a Saw movie and in the ending, you cannot have an ending without saying the original lot clothing line, game over. I mean, come on. When you think of Saw, you think of the clothing line, game over. I mean, that's what it's all about, right? <laughs> come on here, people. You got to agree with me. If you don't, okay, let's debate about this, but come on. When you think of Saw, you think of the, you always think of the clothing line, game over. But oh well, let's move on. Overall, I've been a fan of the Saw series for the past 15 years. And honestly, it's the kind of movie you watch while getting drunk. And is it a little bit that deep? Uh, in my opinion, uh, yeah, it is. Because <laughs> Saw is pretty freaking crazy, especially with the Saw traps. And it's just a whole bunch of blood, guts, and everything. Like, my, oh, my goodness gracious, honey. Like, my, my. <laughs> Same thing for, like, for example, like another movie that I'm going to compare Saw to. Well, somewhat slightly compared to. Same thing for the movie I Spit on Your Grave. Both the original and surprisingly the remakes, <laughs> yeah, surprisingly the remakes, it was pretty of, yeah, it was pretty raw. Very sadistic, my oh my. Pretty much both movies is just is just is somewhat in the category, but just one is just worse than the other. But both movie themes contain like a theme of lots of blood, lots of raw rawness, goriness, the whole nine, the whole enchilada. But the difference is. With both movies is I Spit on Your Grave is 10 times sadistic, twisted, raw, and stinking bloody. For those who don't know, who don't know about the movie I Spit on Your Grave or who have never watched it, Google it and you got to be the judge for yourself. But yeah, it's pretty twist up and crazy. Jigsaw was great. It just could have been a little more twisted with the traps. But if there'll be another sequel, of course, I'll fully support. Well, there you have it. That is the conclusion of my second segment, Phantom Talk. I will be more than open to discuss any horror movies, any favorites of yours for all of my endearing listeners. Feel free to comment or even ask questions on Facebook or Instagram at Ariel underscore Amari. All right, party people, we about to keep this talking train rolling and move on to the next segment. This next segment should be for all of my avid music lovers like me. This segment is called On That Beat. Here, I like to focus on music, the meaningful culture, past, present, and future artists, and the diverse atmosphere. In the spirit for Throwback Thursday, bam, today is Throwback Thursday, hey, <laughs> I'm going to dedicate today's segment to the hip-hop culture going coast to coast, from the east to the west, the dirty south, even midwest and north. Now, let's get started with the east, bam. For those who know or don't know, of course, I love all of the greats. The late, great, legendary, the notorious B.I.G., Nas, Jay-Z, Mob Deep, 
Speaking of Mob Deep, of course, rest in eternal peace, power, paradise, and love to Prodigy, Wu-Tang Clan, and many more. Of course, we can't talk about the East and forget about the OGs that started the game. LL Cool J, Eric B, and Rakim, Run DMC, Big Daddy Kane, Curtis Blow, and many more. Now, I'm going to go into a little bit more detail, go into a little details, and I'm going to let you guys and gals on a little secret. I am not an 80s or a 90s baby, but honestly, y'all, I always thought that Rakim was cute to me. Yeah, I said it, bam. I always thought that Rakim was cute to me. I mean, bam, don't judge me. <laughs> I mean... I can't deny that Rakim, that Rakim has a cute thing happening. Like I just said, don't judge me, laughing out loud. <laughs> now moving on to the next, the East has its own unique style of fresh and cool style. But now it's time to take it to the West. When you think of the West, you think of that raw, uncensored, loped out, and G-funk baseline groove. You think of all of the greats like Snoop. Dre, N.W.A., Ice Cube, of course, Pop, Mac-10, The Eastsiders, The Dog Pound, Lady of Rage, West Side Connection, Easy, Yo-Yo, and many more greats. Honestly, listening to all of these legends on a daily basis sometimes even makes me wish I was born and raised in California. I mean, come on, you know, you got the nice sun, you got the nice tall palm trees and all of that good stuff. I mean, come on. You can't deny that. I mean, bam, it's beautiful there. But mighty expensive, I will say. It's nothing but such an eccentric G-Funk style that can make you do nothing but just stop and think about your own life. Or just stop, chill, and cruise the streets in your car. Music will have that effect on you. Or just how about us all? It's nothing but lots of love and much respect to both coasts, but I had to do it, y'all, and give my brief, brief intake on the hard East Coast versus West Coast beat from back in the day. Honestly, there was no need for it. Of course, I'm on everybody's side and everyone is unique in their own way. Just cut it out with the nonsense. And it is okay for everyone to love and respect one another's style and artistry. I mean, come on. Everybody is great in their own way. It's nothing wrong with everybody loving and supporting one another. I mean, what's wrong with that? <laughs> like, come on, y'all. Work with me on this. Now, of course, I have not forgotten about the great, dirty South in Midwest and North. But I'll have to save them for part two of this segment topic on episode three. Until then, to be continued. And that's a wrap for On That Beat. Now, before I go into the last segment of the show and call it a day, I want to give a quick message to you all and say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you to all of my endearing listeners and followers for taking the time out of your day to listen to yours truly. Here on Wild Rules Minded Jewels, it's nothing but a regular old conversation. A conversation about life, love, experience, culture, music, and most importantly, diversity. Thank you all, and I love you all.
And I hope I don't talk y'all heads off. And I hope I'm not boring y'all to death. <laughs> now back to regular programming. The last segment of the day is called For Your Soul. Here on the show, the primary focuses. The primary focus of this segment is about the creativity of one's mind and the essence of poetry. I'd like to discuss a chosen poem by an artist, reflect my own poetry, give a brief background behind what prompted me to write my piece, and that's it. The first chosen poem is by the infamous, soulful, resonating, and pure, late Dr. Maya Angelou. Dr. Maya Angelou's work has moved us all and has had and still have an impactful affection effect on all of our lives. May Dr. Maya Angelou forever rest in eternal peace, power, paradise, and love. Here's Dr. Angelou's poem from the Pulse of Morning. A rock, a river, a tree, Host to species long since departed. Marked the mastodon, the dinosaur who left dry tokens of their solar here on our planet floor. Any broad of the, of the hastening doom is lost in the gloom of dust in sages. But today, the rock cries out to us clearly, forcefully, Come, you may stand upon my back and face your distant destiny. But seek no haven in my shadow. I will give you no hiding place down here. You created a little lower than the angels have crouched too long in the bruising darkness, have lain too long, faced on in ignorance. Your mouth spilling words, armed for slaughter. The rock cries out for us today. You may stand upon me, but do not hide your face. Again, today's first chosen poem from the Post of Mourning by Dr. Maya Angelou. Now, before I read a poem written by me, I want to say that poetry can be formed in all shapes and styles. To me, Poetry depends on how it can impact us mentally and emotionally. Of course, poetry is in music, books, plays. Poetry is even in movies. I just want to be able to explore and share the significance of poetry with you all. I'm now going to wrap things up with reading a personal handwritten poem of my own, giving inspirational quotes. And that is it for the day. Today's handwritten poem is called My High. It was written on March 27th of this year and it's something endearing. It's personal, but it's something endearing to my heart that I'm willing and open to share with you all. I hope you guys enjoy it. In the breeze of harmony, spring's jewels sways its significance as winter's vows began to fade of its hourly ruling. Seasons may change, but my yearning heart will not plead of so. Substance drugs are not my habits of escape or comfort. 
but the drug of my inner peace and patience lies with you. I'm at home with my intertwined comfort. Why do you do this to me? And why does it feel so good? I live out my days and few are shadowed with dark clouds and negative theories. But you pull me out and give me something that feeds my inner peace's soul. This experience puts me in an enclosing and still pace. I feel shy, but enclosed. I feel Eve's sweet melody, your sweet intoned treasure gives me a high stoke of harmony, yearning mouth, and beauty. My lover you are, feed my greater intuition and give me my fix. I can't live without it. A wise tune of one's energy can be the fuel of more than desire and the blood of the heart. This high is too sweet, scintillating and grooming. But it's internal and eternal. This high's orgasm fulfills my need of love and comfort. I thank the heavenly Lord for you, this beautiful high of mine, and your eternal love. Now, the brief background for this poem is, of course, about love. I think about it all of the time. All of the time, 24-7, every minute and every second. I worry and question myself, can I be deserving to have something so pure and sacred like this? Whatever I feel, how I'm feeling, Pen and papers are my best friends, and I'm creatively willing to go far. All right, everyone, that is officially a wrap for today's show. Today's inspirational quote is from the great late legendary Bob Marley. And Bob Marley said it best, none but ourselves can free our minds. All right, everyone, be sure to subscribe and catch Wild Rules Minded Jewels on all seven podcast platforms, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, uh, Packet Podcast. sorry, y'all, sorry, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Remember, if you have questions or comments on the show, I am on Facebook and Instagram at Ariel Amari. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in, and until then, for episode three, Stay kind, stay beautiful, humble, and awesome. See you guys next time. Well, more like talk to y'all next time. (laughs) See you later. Let me stop. Talk to y'all later. Bye.